I'm digging deep for the footy this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip In Butter Program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. Not to it or to it at all. Not to get back to it. Yeah. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter Program. Good morning, good evening, happy Tuesday, happy Thursday. Yeah. Podcast rhetoric, et cetera, et cetera. This is the number one mixtape podcast out there on the internet. The number one listen to lies platform out there. We're the only ones that are comfortable enough with ourselves to tell you that these are lies. The rest of these niggas just be saying the lies and hoping they get the spins, but we don't really care about that. We just want to give you all the real across from me, giving you the real. It's my God, that's your God, that's Wes with no T, that's Forever Young 89 on the socials, that he is the leading by the second. That's a motherfucking goddamn glue around here, Elmer Young, or downstairs, they call him New Daddy, but most importantly... For the next hour and 20 minutes, we're going to call him our friend and a hope that he doesn't blow our cover when we say that in front of people. What's going on, my guy? Um, You know, regular, regular shit. Um, I, as, as much as my schedule is kind of like back to being like as routine as I could possibly have it at this point, I still don't know what fucking day it is most of the time. Um, even though I'm off these days, you know what I'm saying? So certain days of the week, I'm really, you know, living a life of a bum, but, um, you know, we're going to turn that thing around here shortly. Um, and also I'm tired as fuck the past two days, bro. I don't know why, but here we are. Um, not to digress too far in any of that bullshit with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. That is cat K with two T's on end of that thing. You can catch my man at cat and crunch. You can dip it to the cereal shit. Or you can head over to youtube.com slash dipped and butter program where you can listen to lies. Um, you can also catch my guy, most and more importantly, here each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life, um, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this one goes. Down in Shot Town, they refer to my guy as Big Money. Um, my nigga <laughs> and yours. What's popping? I, I'm well, I'll tell you what's popping. I'm glad to be out of the uh Halloween section of the fall. I do love me some fall. I'm a stereotypical uh basic bitch when it comes to pumpkin spice lattes and shit with the exception of the drink i do like me some turn leaves and some overcoats and some extra tall timberlands if i can get a hold of some i'm looking for some beef and broccolis right now if i can uh but i like i like fall vibes man i like the how easier it is to sleep in the fall i like the wind beating up against the bedroom window <laughs> you're wondering if it's an intruder or if that means you have three more hours before you need to wake up Either one is pretty scary, but I like these vibes. Um, how was your Halloween, man? Did you take the kids out? Did y'all door to door? It's door to door dead. Fuck all the rhetoric. It's door to door dead. I know usually I walk up down a long dark hallway before I get to my points on this show, but I fuck that. It's door to door dead for kids now, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I like how you did that right there because you tried to you tried to be a legit podcaster, fam. You were like, no, you fuck know, it, bro. Th- nah, fuck that. You just like you f- you got fed up with yourself. I, I wish they yeah. were able to see that in real time, you know, without having to see you know where you make love and things. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, part of that too. Is it so? You know, of course, you know, always being transparent, real time. Today is. I guess the day that a lot are a lot of people going trick or treating today. Like it's Monday. It's actual the day of Hallow's Eve. Today, yeah, we're recording on day of. Yeah, on day Hallow's of. Eve. So, like, it, is that when it happens, or is there like a designated time, sometime like a weekend before? For like, I guess it depends on what neighborhood you live in. And I'll it depends say, on how much tax money your parents pay. There you go. That usually determines when you go out for beggars' night, right? Like, if you live in inner city 
and you receive food stamps and government assistance, it's probably going to be on the Friday mm-hmm. that you get out of school. Mm-hmm. So that way they can get y'all's asses back in the house and out the way is quick. I say y'all like I'm not a part of y'all, but so they can get those kids back in the house as soon as possible. And then I think like actual hollows Eve trick or treating is reserved for full size candy bars and king size Twix. Am I, am I missing here? I mean, yeah, and I guess you can correlate that to like, I guess that's for like, well, now I can't say the badass kids who who should have parent supervision but don't have it because I can understand some of the parents still getting caught up in that shit. But either way, um, I don't have no plans of taking my ass outside, walking no door to door in the neighborhood, not even my goddamn street. It's like a a U. What my I don't you even, even want to hit the cold side. I don't even plan on hitting the U, fam. Like I don't even want. I don't even want to do that now. You know, it's teenager teenager size. You want to you know bend the block. And the babies might go out there and do that. I doubt they might going to do I don't know. I guess we'll, I guess I'll figure out 90 minutes from now. I might be talking all this shit and I might be. You might literally turn off the mic yeah. and have to put your shoes on. <laughs> yeah, I might have to put my sneakers on as soon as I get up from here. But I think overall, you know what I'm saying? And really, I guess that's, you know, where my, uh, where my angle is coming from. Like door to door Halloween in 2022 is an absolute scary idea. Like, mm-hmm. particularly if you after you watch the Dahmer series, fam. Like, if you if you <laughs> watch the Dahmer series, oh man! But if you watch that series like, again, I think it was a good series. But just like on some other shit, like if you think you don't know nothing about them people behind that door to that house that you just visited, and like uh, again, they use the the razor blade and the candy bar thing the same way that they use the don't flash your headlights at somebody who doesn't have because <laughs> they're going to definitely. On. Gang yeah, they gotta kill you for their gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they what gang. What gang brings niggas in that way? I don't anyway, know, but I feel like I feel though. like even with that, it gotta like be birthed from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? In parts, and and I've and I I hate to you know feel like a victim of falling for something, but I feel like I've seen legit videos where people are like, no fucking razor blade in the candy, and it's like wh- one. What is somebody else's sick enjoyment? I, like Reese's don't even put razor blades in the Reese's cups, <laughs> and they put not, chips in there. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that, it's not that. They fire. put everything but razor blades in. Reese's yeah, cups. like that. That's not. That's not exciting. I guess so. Like I, you know, trying to get to the end of it. I'm trying to see the point, and then like even if you just that sinister to do it, like you don't even get to see the end result. Like you at home sleeping good at night, knowing you ruined some people's lives. You just never gonna see again. Like. That's not that's that's deeper than a prank call, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's different than uh sending a hundred pizzas to a nigga's house, like putting putting the razor blade so like or or putting drugs, just anything, you know, but replacing the replacing the fucking candy with ecstasy. Like that's wild. You know what I'm saying? Like if the smugglers pack got lost amongst the fruities and the goddamn lemon heads. <laughs> everybody pray you know what i'm everybody saying just because, stop what you're yeah, doing yeah stop what you're doing we actually need to throw this whole batch out is really what or just throw all the runs like. in the trash and like not for nothing like i said i don't agree a lot with, with some shit that this motherfucker says but like park said it great the one time who the fuck is giving away drugs fam like and particularly Those drugs is too expensive to just be given away like even the ones that people can make at home you're making them at home because you need some money you're not making them at home just to be fucking with people you know what i'm saying however um, I'm still going back to you don't know the people who live behind that door at that address that you're going to outside of the razor blade and the candy drug and the candy shit like that shit is just ultimately kind of weird you know what I'm saying at the end of the day and like again we came up in a different time things was you know mad different you should be out doing this activity with your parent particularly if you have small enough children so like 
there should be a lot of layers of security in place. But like mm-hmm. it's still it's a bit. It's the same thing. You don't you don't eat everybody's food who come and bring something to the potluck. This is why we podcast together because that's where my mind went is to the yeah. potluck because it okay. I feel like me and my wife argue about whether the razor blades and the Reese cups is real at once a year. Once a year we have the same argument, and I look up the same Google every year around Halloween because I don't believe it's ever really a thing. I think that people just. It's just like the flashing lights or, yeah. you know, oh, your your hubcap might be actually loose. You need to go outside and check them. Don't check them because your hubcap is not loose. None of this is real. However, I will say it's scary enough. Fuck the razor blades, right? Even if you're like me and you don't subscribe to, to razor blades, let's just take the potluck theory. We don't know whose fucking long-haired cat is walking along your stove as you're making your baked mac and cheese mm-hmm. when you come bring it to the fucking firefighter's social gathering, right? Even though candy is individually wrapped in fun size these days, I'll just tell you, and maybe I'm being weird. You can correct me if I'm being weird right now, but if somebody keeps their fun size Snickers underneath their kitchen sink where all their Kroger bags are, I kind of don't want it. Like, even though they're individually wraps, and I know there's no drippage falling onto the candy right. bar itself, but if you hand me my daughter a candy bar that's semi-melty or your Kit Kat's yeah. a little flatter than it's supposed to be, I don't want her eating that. Yeah, really. and not like, for I nothing. I don't know like, how y'all keeping y'all's candy. There's, like, unspoken, unwritten rules to, like, if you're going to pass out candy for Halloween, particularly in the door. The, and not even. If you're going to pass out candy, period, for any for the door-to-door Halloween, for the trunk or treat, for the work function, I don't give a fuck, like... You literally almost kind of need to be transporting that shit right from the Walmart shelf to Straight your trunk, to the out that to the day. children. I don't want you, know you buying it two and a half weeks ahead of time. I, don't I need, agree with. I you. don't even need you to have time to put the Snickers under the counter. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they don't need to go oh, away. I anywhere. want you dumping it from the plastic Kroger yeah. bag into the orange bowl. But also, again, creepy mind of mine says, okay. The candies are individually wrapped. My man went and bought some some bubble gum. You know what I'm saying? You get the individual. Yeah, but what if he stored your bubble gum in a bag of his spit? Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> want that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what? I, and again, because of the country that we live in and how, like, I'll, I'll just use the word dangerous. How dangerous regular everyday like situations have become in the world that we live yeah. in. You know what I'm saying? So, like. When it comes to that, you uh, back to what I was saying, like even on the walk, like, yo, the, the parents being there is that layer of um, that that layer of protection or that layer of security. You know what I'm saying? And then like you just roll the dice on the fucking candy or once you get back home, dad got to like shut down all candy excitement and be like, hey, 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 now everybody relax. Everybody stop. We got to go bags. through the goddamn candy. We got to spread it out on the table because, you know, that's where we come from. You we know got what's spread funny? It out on the table and we got to, and then you don't even understand as a kid that that's really for your parents to go through it and get what they want at the same time. But they really are checking candy, at least you know from from my days. Because after a while, I had to watch them niggas. I got to watch. They them. just you happen check to my candy. Let me check you checking my candy. They just happen to be paid in Three Musketeers. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. As sure. much as I'm anti this, and I like to consider myself a hard ass and not to believe, like if it was up to me this year, I would have just took a stance and handed Cameron her bag of candy. As we got in the door and we're like, go at it. Just to prove how confident I am that there's no razor blades in there. However, because my daughter has a tree nut allergy, Mm. I have to go through her candy anyway. So I'm fucking almond joys out and certain shit got to come out of there. So I'm like, damn, here I am fucking sorting through candy. Even though I don't believe in the shit, I got to sort through it just because she's got an allergy. And as I'm sorting through it, 
you're going to see like a couple of little individual Reese's cups that are a little looser in their foil mm-hmm. than you like. So you just go ahead and toss them because it ain't worth the risk. And then you find yourself mm-hmm. ending up being like the fucking Channel 4 news people that are throwing candy in the trash because they just don't want to quote unquote risk. Right. But I, I guess what I like about the 2022 or, you know, the last five years, however long this shit's been going down, probably longer than that. And I just am unaware because Halloween was never really like hot. I'm, I'm not I'm not like a you're not the Halloween guy. I'm not the Halloween guy, but I'm not like the you would have to present me with a really good costume idea in order for me to be like, yeah, let's dress up. Let's like, do it together. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not really the on my own. Uh, like if you act, if, if I show up, I'm going to show up as me, but I'm going to give you like something stupid. Like when we went down the other day to the little trunk or treat thing, like the babies got outfits and shit. Like my son had his little outfit on, but when I walked up, I was holding my son. I asked my wife, I said, you heard of the baby, right? She was like, yeah. I'm the baby's daddy. Like that's just me. I'm dressed. <laughs> I'm dressed as the baby's daddy. Like right, I got on sweats. You know daddy. what I'm saying? I'm out here. Like I'm just. I, I've just never been that guy. But back to the whole. Like you know the 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 thing that I like about it is the organization piece about it because particularly like I say for the even both of them for real for real. So the 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 one that we went to the the kids school through and the teachers were the people that were passing out candy. I like that. I can account for all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So if something, and if something goes wrong, I know where to find you. I know, I know right where to come to. And like a, 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 a off topic of that, and which I'm sure relates to the second place that we went, but like out in Arizona, fam, like, and I don't know if they have it out there in New Mexico. And I'm sure this shit exists probably multiple places in the country, but in Ohio, I guess, particularly where we, it just is unheard of. But like, even to like damn near participate in like your kids, like classroom activities, you have to have a um, AZ fingerprint clearance card fam you know what i'm saying so like that that part makes me excited about the teeth you know what i'm saying so like i basically like i said i can trace it back to you but even checks and balances here yeah the other one that we went to from the community the other day is people who like work in the community so like the actual you know neighborhood association people are down there the power company is down there the that's landscapers what we took, are down that's what there. we took cameron to yeah, like like the bank that my wife works at all the, the people who work social services department yeah, the so counties out I can there trace the firefighters this shit back to you there. niggas and then not for nothing like i hate to be like that as well but like shit i know my kids ain't just gonna be the only ones getting the bad candy so it's gonna be a lot of little sick motherfuckers running around here so uh, i guess it's just that accountability layer you know what i'm saying that makes it cool with me but like you say most I remember my dad, you know what I'm saying? My parents, when I was a kid, going trick-or-treating door-to-door, like, your parents stay down on the street 90% of the time. They send your ass up to the door. Now you just, like, are the uh, in the spotlight of whoever opens the fucking door at this house you go going to, and you, like, <laughs> begging for some candy. It's a, it's a wild concept here in America, honestly. Like, Also, I think, I think trick-or-treat and Halloween as an overall holiday, if it's not dying, it's absolutely morphing into something else, right? Because not to go on a whole fucking tangent, but fuck it, that's what this show is about, right? Mm -hmm. Tangents recorded. But access to candy is way more readily accessible and available than when we was growing up, right? Like to get a fucking pack, a two-pack of Reese's Cups in a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos in Arizona, you used to have to walk somewhere to go get it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's commonplace to just keep that shit stocked in the cupboard right. for most parents. Right. Like Kids have way more access to these treats than ever before in history, I'd say, which ties into another discussion we'll have another day about the obesity problem with children. It's not today's podcast, but right. shit is just like, it's not a treat anymore to get two Reese's Cups. Like, nigga, I had two Reese's Cups before I even put my shoes on this morning. 
<laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is, is not exciting. Like Cameron is six, and she's already like she likes the idea of trick or treating. She likes the idea of a big pile of candy in front of her. But I remember when we was kids, like all you could think about was that bag of candy once you got it for at right. least the first week. For sure, nigga. She don't, bro. She's already over it. It's Monday. It's Tuesday by the time y'all hear this. She went trick or treating. On Friday, she's already over it. She don't give a fuck about that candy. Like, I have to offer it to her. Like, yeah. hey, you want to pick something out your bucket? She's and like, oh, I do got a bucket. And my and my kids is and my kids is kind of the same. Like when it because like like you say, like and again, back to that conversation that we'll have a different day, but like it's always some candy or something that you can have in the house. So the There's something the, probably better in the house than what's there's in probably the something bars. better in the house. I think they're more fascinated with the whole you mean to tell me I can walk up to everybody right here and they're going to give me is some it candy? Give me something? Like, yeah, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like this. Like you say, the candy is not the thing. They more they more so worried about getting through the line and getting all of the candy. And then after that, like, that, and that's, that's how I know that's what it is. Because you know, during Halloween, you end up getting a lot of chocolate. Well, Jackie don't like chocolate, fam. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> so you would get like a bag full of shit she can't use. Like half of the fucking. I, I like in her mind. I like in her mind trick or treat basically being like I'm about to walk for miles to get a bag full of coupons. Basically, you know what I'm saying? And like that's that's why me and that's why me and her mom don't be tripping because we know we are gonna get some candy. Like she ain't gonna eat a single piece of chocolate that she got this joint. So like, Man, she don't like chocolate. Yeah, that's all for us to bust down. You know what I'm saying? But like. It's 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 a it's a wild concept, and I like what you said. Like it's it's morphing into something else, and I think it's it's gonna go even beyond this. Uh, it's gonna go beyond this whole trunk or treat thing. I don't know how, but I mean, even so, like I be I be enticed just to uh, shit. Let's go, let's go to the store. What fucking candy do you want? Like you say, the shit can last for a week or two, and then it's back to regular schedule programming. Because like you say, the shit be in the house nine times out of ten, or something better. Yeah, well, some way better. Well, I, I can tell you, unfortunately, what it's morphing into. I got a little beef. I, I kind of don't want to yell about this for too long because it's going to make me sound away. But I got to I gotta just voice my opinion on this. I'll tell you what Halloween is morphing into. It's morphing into an excuse for these Instagram bitches to dress like Velma from Scooby-Doo. That's all it's turning into. If I see... Okay. I'm just going to file a small complaint. I'm not going to yell and scream <laughs> about it. I'm just going to file a small complaint. Like, And if, if nothing else, at least y'all know I'm consistent. I'm just being consistent with shit I've said on here before. For sure. I don't want to see y'all sexy up every fucking character known to man. Like, okay, if you want to do sexy scream mask, cool, whatever. We talked about that. I'm into it. Whatever. Sexy Velma, or if, I, if I'm even saying the girl's name right Bro, from Scooby-Doo, it's I, been done a hundred million times. I can't believe y'all still think y'all getting it off. Like, every, I can, I can do a half scroll and see another bitch in the same costume. Do something original, but I don't want to see y'all in Teletubbies with the ass cut out. Like, I don't understand Bruh, what y'all are doing to the- You just like, pissed just, me off. What are y'all doing? You pissed me off for two reasons. One, I saw a sexy Chucky this year. I wasn't sexy particularly Chucky's mad, but I was like, really? And then, this is this this could, you know, go into something else. We don't have to have this conversation either, but like- We absolutely don't. Nicki Minaj. I saw that she dressed up. I think it was Cinderella. Um, was one because you know they do multiple costumes out here. So she had a nice big Gotta dress. Have three wardrobe change. Yeah, she did a nice big dress, and you know she added multiple photos. And once you got to the third slide, it was her in the Cinderella dress with the ass cut out of the dress, and I was just like, "Why are we doing it?" I, like not, I don't understand. But like not 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 only on that level, but then I also saw I don't know if there was a festival sometime recently. She was performing and shit, and she was like crawling all over the stage, bro. <laughs> 
And I want her to understand that her like this is why you can't get a Grammy. Thank you. I'm sorry. This is why I love. No, nope. you, you. I could. I could. Those were the this right. This is why words. you can't have a Grammy. Those were the Stevie right. Stevie Wonder words. ain't never did this. And this, but this is why you look. Cra- and then not, you want to know what it instantly made me think of when I saw her crawling around the stage. Her sending that message back to Lotto. I'd prefer not to get on the provocative song. All right, and then with the ass out, I was like, "Am I? Am I missing something? Like, did I? Did I miss something?" But again, I don't want to get too far like, to that. Uh, but I imagine, understand the whole sexy costume frustration. Like, uh, imagine Anita Baker dressed as sexy Lisa Simpson, bro, with four slides on her Instagram. Imagine like, Hope appealing, right? Imagine Hope showing up to the party as Wesley Pipes. We've all got yeah, problems. Like, what do we? It's We've so all dumb got problems. To me. It's so dumb to me. But here's why I am. Um, Totally fine with sounding like a hypocrite if it means I just need to be honest with myself and my friend here that we podcast with. <laughs> because while I'm saying that out of one side of my mouth and I'm sick of seeing this shit and I do have a minor complaint, I didn't, re- I don't feel like I need a full on rant about it, but I am slightly disappointed in some of y'all's lack of creativity. I'm just saying that. I ain't got a problem with y'all doing the sexy version of shit and having fun with the holiday. It's just the lack of creativity. But however, I'll tell you this past Halloween weekend, I fell for the sex, bro. I fell, fell for, for the, the sex. sex. No, no, hey, I'm and that's what I, I'm saying to myself. I fell for the sex. I'm glad you said that because when you was like, when you said that tidbit just now, like about being annoyed about it, I was going to jump in and be like, I was not annoyed <laughs> by any of it. <laughs> I can understand how it gets on your nerves, but I was not annoyed. And when we get through this, make sure I give out um, who I think, you know, two of the better costumes were that I saw. Oh, yeah. I want to hear that. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Falling for the sex is an interesting thing. And maybe you can tell me about times that maybe might pop in your brain when you fell for the sex. Like, falling for the sex is interesting from a guy's perspective because you know it's kind of, it's like a cheap jump scare, right? That happens mm-hmm. in a bad, scary movie. Like, it gets you go, ah! But then you're like, oh, I knew that was going to come. I knew the bad guy was going to be in the mirror when he closed <laughs> the mirror from brushing his teeth. I knew it, but it still got me. Like, I fell for the sex this past weekend, right? How familiar are you with Rocky Horror Picture Show? Um, not not very. The the but that, you've heard of it, yeah. That that air quote saying I've I, I have heard before. I'm familiar. You've with heard it. those actually, words yeah. in a sentence. Yes, sir. I, I have zero clue what it actually means, though. Very ignorant. Well, for for you and our listening audience, I'll do my best to explain what Rocky Horror Picture Show is. It's a it's a musical documentary about being turned out by dick and pussy, right? Now, it's it's 70s themed. It's super campy. Uh, it's a full-on educational documentary. I say that to be funny. If any of you have actually seen Rocky Horror, the film, or the actual play, it's an experience. Me and my wife came up on some tickets to this actual play. Always see the play. Let me tell y'all. Like, you know how there's a saying, the right. book is always better than the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The play is always better than the movie. In every circumstance you can imagine. The play is just always better. So Rocky Horror Picture Show is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. The music ain't good. There's really nothing good about it. But when you go to the show, it's a whole experience. Like it's more like it's more like going to like a burlesque show that happens to have a bar, that happens to have a theme, that happens to have a bunch of people with their ass out, that happens to have a lot of sexual innuendo. Like it's just a lot going. It's like if the Lions Den did Freak Neek with seats. Does that make sense? Like if there was chairs, you could buy the Freak Neek. That's yeah, basically like, Rocky Horror pictures. Yeah, the Lions Den had like um, improv night in the back. Or there, if there's like a Lions Den convention that they held held downtown, like that's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Gotcha. So like 
me and my wife like this production. We've been before in Columbus. So we were excited once we got our hands on some tickets. Like, oh, she asked me, like, you want to go? I was like, of course we're going. I love the theater. It don't got to just be horny-ass Rocky Horror Picture Show. I like the theater, period. Mm. So this for Halloween gives us something to do. It's kind of tight. I kind of even forgot what the experience was like until I got in there. And then to tell you what the flavor of this production is, before they even start the show, you have your host, which is usually like a drag queen or somebody in burlesque or something like that. Mm. And they're kind of getting the audience ready and ramped up and getting them, you know, in the right energy to enjoy the show because nobody needs to be stuffy in there. Like it's very much out there. So what they do is like they have some volunteers and shit. Like when you're coming in, they ask you if you've seen Rocky Horror Picture Show before. You say yes or no. Well, your answer would be no. I've never seen this before. So they take lipstick and they put a V on your forehead and then they let you in the show. Nope. See, that's where see, you that's already where. ain't with it. And nope. see, this is why it's so genius because you can find out what you need to know about people right away that yeah, fast. Yeah. Because if you're unwilling to put the V on your, like the V on your head, then you probably should just go back to the car. Like you don't even <laughs> need to be in there. If you, if you are being funny about just getting the lipstick V on your head, just go to the car. No, if me bro. and you was, if me and you was there, just me and you, or even if it was like a double, marriage date or some shit and you didn't want the view on your forehead i honestly would lean into you like bro just listen bro so you mean you mean to tell me from the car to the front door from the front door to the ticket booth and from the ticket booth to my seat before a nigga put this v on my head there's not a sign anywhere that explains this no 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 no. so so you mean to tell me i'm supposed to hand the nigga my that's a good question i'm glad he's supposed to look at me and be like have you been here before i'm supposed to be like no and then he's supposed to be like ah ah Check mark on that's my forehead. Bro. And I, that's and then, literally, and I'm just supposed that, to be cool with that with no with no question or I, I don't understand, bro. That's that's literally the point, and you already get it. Like you already get it because when he when he sucks his teeth and goes ah, here and rolls her eyes and put a V on your, if you're not down to just be open to whatever the experience is, then this is not where you need. No, to be. I'm down for everything that's gonna happen inside of the auditorium once I get to my seat. What the fuck does it a needs to be including no. the V? I, and I know you're gonna explain this to me, but I'm so stuck here right now. Like, why? But the this fuck? is important. I without, like this dig. Without, I like this yeah, dig. without you, without any indication of this prior to me getting there's to no a nigga, warning. There's no li- sign <laughs> saying V's park here, non V's yeah. park here. There's nothing. <laughs> This is what There's I'm saying, nothing. bro. Like, that's where I'm upset at. Like, I'm like, I, you you want to know what? You looking at me and being, being, and being like, dog, you probably need to go Let's back. I might thing. agree with you in that moment. Like, you want to know what you write? Because a nigga just like a, half assaulted me <laughs> by putting <laughs> lipstick on my forehead. And I, I, you right. I don't know what to expect on the other side of this. So I'm maybe I'm not in the right. It's almost like doing shrooms. Maybe I'm not in the right mindset to be doing this right now. See, it's an interesting psychology and I don't even want to say like human comfortability, right? Because I think that's too, I think that's pres- too presumptuous of your character or anybody else's character that just don't want lipstick on the forehead, right? It could be as simple as that. I don't need to make a generalization of your yeah, character I mean, just because you don't bro, want that and on I, your forehead. Again, I hate to get hung up here, bro, but what if I got that shit on that night? What if I came out in my all white angel fit and now you just put lipstick on my what if I got my Cartiers or what if I'm trying to catch a date to like you anything, this. bro? I ask you this. I ask you this. I counter, and that's a good point. I counter with you what you said with, if you had tickets, somebody just gave you tickets to a Travis Scott show, what are you wearing? If somebody just gave me tickets. Gave you tickets to a Travis Scott concert, what are you wearing to the Travis Scott concert? I mean, I'm, I'm put, I don't, I can't give you like specifics without well, like. Are you going to put that shit on? 
Are you going to dress comfortable, athletic? Are you going to put on some thrift clothes shit, thrift store shit that you don't care about? I ain't going to lie. What is the, the fit, vibe if you dress? The, the fit to the Travi is probably like, you know, jeans, hoodie, sneaker. Comfortable. But like, You're not putting that, that shit on to yeah, the Travi. I mean, it's that shit still, but like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, it, ain't, it ain't that. Not something that you care about losing. Yeah, 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 absolutely not. Why do you know that? Um, cause niggas be wilding at the show. Cause niggas wild at the traffic. So you telling it's me I'm the not gonna same put that concept. shit on? You it's the, me I'm not it's the put same that concept. Shit on. Because at the Rocky Horror Picture Show show, you'll walk up and see there are some signs, but it's only if you're reading the signs. There won't be signs written out for you, but there'll be signs written out for a real nigga. Because mm-hmm. as you're walking up to the building, a, a, a man might walk past you that's eight feet tall with heels on and lipstick in full drag. And you're that's like, not oh, gonna bother me. That's, that's not like it's. It's a. I know, but you'll be reading. Yeah. But you'll already be reading the atmosphere. You ain't got a problem with it. You'll Man. just be understanding, like, oh, this is something else. I, this is not I, just. I guarantee you, we would look up and be at the end of the fucking show. As long as I could talk about this fucking check mark on my. I was gonna so say, I like past, how we're doing this. And we haven't even gotten yeah, the door we gotta, yet. <laughs> yeah, let's get because <laughs> I can tell you right now, it'll be an hour from now, and I'll be like, but dog. What, they don't give me a hot towel or nothing for my forehead after nah, this? Nah, you wear that shit all night. You wear that V on your forehead all night. And the V means that you are a virgin. Virgin. I get it. To Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm, I'm, it, it's amazing how many people didn't understand. So like, The first time they put the V on my forehead, I was like, oh, I know what this means. This so I can't, all night. I can't get a, like, a glow stick that goes around my neck. I can't get a Lance Armstrong Live Strong bracelet. Like, well, do you I want can't that? Because this is the Rocky Horror. That glow stick might be up your ass by the end of the show. Like, no. this, it gets see, wild. In yeah, see, all right, I'm going to listen. Because now it's, yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, now we're doing I, a lot. I, I'm going to swing back around, and this is called a callback for people in the business. I fell for the sexy, bro. I'm trying to okay. tell you what happened. All right. So we don't need V's because we've been to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. We are loose. We ready because I'm like, damn, it's been a while since I've been to the theater, particularly this show, because this shit is different. This ain't just your girl puts on a fancy dress, you put on your best cologne and y'all sit there and you kind of like touch as high up on her inner thigh as you can while the Mm -hmm. lights is low. It ain't that kind of show. Like it gets loose in this motherfucker. Like when I say it gets loose, it gets loose. Like first thing you want to do is go get a drink and down that bitch and then grab another drink to sit down with type of shit, right? So- as I was saying, the host who was somebody in drag or whatever, they might be warming up the crowd. And tonight, the warm-up was like, they would call on certain virgins in the crowd and be like, stand up. and You got to stand up. And they're like, give me your best rendition of your orgasm you can. Right? Like, I need you to give me a vocal, oral orgasm. What do you sound like when you're coming to completion? Give it to me. And everybody's turned around in their chairs like, go on, give it to them now. Rocky Horror Picture Show is a fun atmosphere because anybody that don't got a V knows what's going on. So you're being encouraged. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, go ahead and get that shit, nigga. Give them your best cum face. Now, if you don't do it, you you don't have to do anything. But if you don't do it, niggas ain't going to like throw rotten tomatoes at you. But it ain't fun. Like, we out here to have fun. Come on, baby. Give me your best. Now, here's what's dope about it. If you do it and you do well, the person that's the host will be like, Come on down front. You and your lady, y'all got front row seats now. Now you're in the front row. You have been upgraded to VIP because you've shown that you participate in the show. How do we feel about that? Do we care about that? <laughs> no. You don't care about sitting all the way in the back? <laughs> Not because I'm... Now, let me ask this question. When you buy sure. tickets to the show, can you buy tickets to the show wherever you want to sit? Yeah. 
Oh, well, I can buy my tickets to the front row if that's where I want to be. I've you made, could. I've you made my fiscal could. decision by the time I got there. My seat's probably on the end of a row somewhere so I can leak out whenever I need to. So you your offer, so, so that being an enticement to, you know, not, not going just but yet. But you don't and know then, that, though. You're a virgin. You have no idea why you, you're, you're doing you, that. You are correct. And then, like, still, I'm somewhere in between the nigga telling me, come on down to the front row and getting to the front row, I'm going to be like, I still got this goddamn V on my head. I'm still, <laughs> it's just going to. I'm going to keep running that back. But there's 50 other people that got the same V. And also, mind you, I think I explained it wrong. It's not just a front row because the front row still entails seats. Right. Think of a theater with front rows and then the landing part in the front, the flat mm-hmm. part, the front mm-hmm. of the theater, right in front of the stage. There's a little circular bar table. Mm-hmm. And shit. That's where they're sitting. Mm-hmm. In those areas, those tables, they're basically a part of the show. You don't know this yet because you're a virgin. You've never been. But people come out and dance on your table. Bitches come sit on your lap and you get now, mad. And it, it gets crazy in the front. And again, and I want to say, I am here for the entire shit. I'm just not here for like that participation piece. And like when I'm hearing you telling like the, my wife, that's her. All yeah. what? But see, here's she's, the thing. she's going to scream in the auditorium when they say, give me your best orgasm. She's going to be like, oh, oh what, yeah, I already please. know. Jay would turn that shit she's out going as to, my yeah. wife did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were sitting in regular seats. <laughs> Nobody in our row, because after a while they had to break it down in the rows because it was taking too long. And it was like, okay, the next whole row, give me y'all's, you know, orgasm face, the whole row of virgins. But we had no virgins in our row. Mm-hmm. So my wife, being the great sport that she is, she stood up and said, I ain't no virgin, but I'll pretend to be one for you. So the nigga in drag or the lady in drag loved it. She was like, mm-hmm. go ahead, girl, give me your best shit then. So my wife, as Donnie V do, you know, she's a great sport. Gave she killed up. it. That's right. She said, you and you, come on down, y'all in VIP now. But here's the fun thing that I noticed, and this happened for some people. Some people that got invited down to the VIP row just got invited down, not with their partner. So they left their partner in the back of the theater, and then you come in. Now, here's my question for you. If your wife, knowing she's a good sport like my wife, gets the VIP tickets, do you come down in the front row with her, or do you stay in your seat? No, I go with her. You go with her. So now you're in the front. And this is what I'm saying. I'm down for all. Let's go. Let's go. Just and I'm give like, me a towel. And, for, just give me a hot and, towel for this. And you want to know what? As excited as I was to say, let's go right now, I feel like I just walked into some mobile shit. But like, oh, you absolutely <laughs> did, bro. Like, I don't want to give it away for people that haven't seen Rocky Horror, and I certainly don't want to spend a whole hour on this. But I'm trying to get to the I fell for the sexy, right? Because here's the thing: Rocky Horror Picture Show, based on everything that I've just, you know, describe to y'all. Y'all can pretty much imagine how campy and overly sexual it is. Like, it's like every fucking porn hub advertisement you've ever seen. It's every burlesque show you've ever seen. It's every fucking RuPaul drag show advertisement you've ever seen. It's feathers, it's lace, it's burlesque. Mm-hmm. It's it's everything that you can imagine that you think I'm saying. It's that. It's 70s rock and roll. It's all of the things that you think it is. I was about and to say, and I, don't, and I don't want to reduce it to that just from your explanation, but like I'm down for the drag show because I'm down yeah, for the, me inter- too. I'm down for the entertainment. Like I think that's entertaining. I love that shit. Shit. Like, it's fun. I'm just not down to be a participant in the shit. Like don't, don't put your boa around my fucking neck. Don't. You yeah. Don't, I'm not, wait, boa, like boa as in a snake like, or the, like the feathers. feather thing. Yeah. That, you don't want on, feathers in your beard? I don't like snakes. Hell no. Don't do none of that. I'm not, I'm not See, down for none of that. It's it, so it's interesting to me. Cause it's like, okay. I, I like stuff like this where you kind of, you have some, you obviously have control over your actions, mm-hmm. right? Like if you say that you don't want to do some shit, then I don't force you to do some shit. 
But it's fun to be in a setting where like there's shit going on behind you. There's motherfuckers dancing up and down the aisles. Like you can be focused on what's going on on stage, and then the bitch could come up behind you and blow it in your ear and shit. It just gets wild in there. But it's fun because it they do pay attention to how engaged you are, right? Like mm-hmm. they're not just out there taking advantage of motherfuckers. Right. Like you can see somebody sitting in the back trying to make themselves look small. They're just really just trying <laughs> to pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. To the show. They really don't want to be bothered. But if a motherfucker's standing up, woo, and throwing a handkerchief in the air, right. then you're probably going to get some titties in. in your face. Right. You know you're what I mean? In. Like, I mean, we'll yeah, and, and to me, that's, that's entertaining. The, if that's the end result, then maybe I need to change my tune. <laughs> maybe I need to just yeah. capitalize. Yeah, maybe beat. I need to go along with it. <laughs> well, I, that's why I say I fell for the sex, because it's like everything is so overly sexual and exaggeratedly sexual, and that's the intention of the show for the most part. I don't want to reduce it to that, like you said. That's kind of the fun of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're sitting there and you know it's coming, right? Like from the very beginning, from the time you walk through the doors, you know that you're, they're trying to sexualize you. And you try to hold out and try to stay prudish. And that's kind of what the story is about, like turning prudes out and shit like that. So you're sitting there kind of prudish if you ain't all the way just engaged already. Mm-hmm. But eventually something will get you, bro. Like something will get you. Whatever you're into it's in here, bro. Like if you're into bitches, it's there. If you're into muscular niggas, it's there. If you're into half bitches, half niggas, it's there. Like if you're into fucking threesome innuendo, it's there. Like whatever you're into, it's there, but it's comically drawn up like a Marvel movie of sex. Almost. So mm. it's like, you think that you're not going to be subjective to falling for this shit until like an hour into the play. And then now you're sitting there and you're like trying to tuck your boner between your, your feet, your, your thighs and you fucking got a, a newspaper on your head and you're wet with confetti. Like, it's super interesting to me how something can be so obvious, but still work. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what right. I wanted to talk about. Like, this shit is I so obvious. That. Especially if you've been to the show, like, you know what you're in for, right? Like, you and right. your wife, you come and have a good time, or you're there with a group of friends or whatever, and you know what you're coming in for. It's kind of like going to the strip club. Like, you know what's going to be there, but the fact that it still works is interesting. Indeed. I can understand You know what that. I mean? To be so prepared it. for it and for it to still work is just interesting. Yeah. But I so mean, are you saying good. if, are you saying, would you be open to going to something like this? Yes, with or without absolutely. The yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, it's I'm, an interesting I'm thing. Totally, I'm totally down to go. Like, again, if they if they call wifey out because she proud to have the V on her forehead and she want to, you know, fake, fake her orgasm, like I'm sure, you know, it's she's not, she's not a rookie at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but like if she wants to go ahead and give him a run for their money like i'm down with it like you want to go down to the vip let's do it but like yeah I, I i guess it just depends on how much the show brings out of me before i'd be like oh fuck it it's titties out like yeah and, and how much crown apple did you have in the car on the way that part that's also important uh let's talk more theater um I want to be careful even introducing this because I already kind of know how you feel, but I think you'll have feelings on how you feel. <laughs> so for those of y'all that give a fuck and trust us, it ain't really us to an extent. Uh, Marvel's releasing their new batch of bullshit out there into the theaters. Uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, I hope mm-hmm. I'm saying that right, is one of those. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about this new Black Panther movie about to hit the theater soon particularly not about whether the movie's going to be good or get into no kind of Marvel deep dive. Cause we ain't, we not the podcast for that. Mm-mm. I'm sure you can type Marvel into your search bar and find somebody that's way more skilled to talk about it than we are. But I do want to talk to you about my personal feelings a little bit, because I'll tell you, speaking of falling for the gimmick, I fell for black Panther. one. Like I fell for it. I Everybody. went and saw it two Everybody or three times did. in the theater. 
I, think, I loved it. I, I I cried in Black Panther. I'm I, gonna lie. Like it got. I me. think I think because everybody fell for it, you don't have to feel like bad or bamboozled, fam. We yeah, all, I hate it, when they it, just turn their back on some shit worked. they enjoy because it ain't yeah. cool no more. Yeah, yeah bro, it, it worked. Like whatever they did worked. You enjoyed the movie. You saw it several times. Like it worked. You don't have to feel like you fell for the trick or like. I mean, I guess yeah, no, it worked. Did, it was good. Even if whatever they did, alley oop, you slam dunked at home. Like congrats to them for getting it right. <laughs> you know you what go. I'm saying? There you go. And well, see, and here's what I want to talk about because I need help sorting this out. I am not excited for this new Black Panther movie. Um, Same. I I'll go see it. I'm going to see it, but like I'm not rushing to see it. If it just happens to fall to my TV and I didn't go to the theater, I'm not going to be mad about that. And before, I hate feeling like I need to quantify myself, but we live in that day and age. It's not because the cast is black women. I can tell y'all that right. I enjoyed old girl in the last movie. I wasn't mad that they chose to go with her. I kind of saw that coming. I was not, I have no issue with the girl Black Panther. It's just for some reason, I don't know if missing Michael B. Jordan, because I enjoyed Michael B. Jordan in the first one. It wasn't so much fucking uh, Chadwick Boseman that made me enjoy the first film. He was cool. Right. Michael B. Jordan and Killmonger is what sold me on the first film. Mm-hmm. And I'm not excited for this villain. I'm not ex- sort of for excited for this story arc. I'm not excited for these visuals. Uh, Wakanda is not a new place to me. There's no Kendrick Lamar TDE soundtrack. Like it just feels like it's lost a lot of its thunder. And again, this has nothing to do with a female lead or nothing like that because it could be dope for all I know. But I just I am concerned. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you about this, I'm concerned with my lack of enthusiasm for this film. Like I feel like I should be more excited. And I'm just not. I feel I feel multiple ways about it. Um, like you say, I've, I, I'm on the same wavelength as you. But as you speak, I'm wondering if we as a people are the problem. You know what I'm saying when it comes to shit like that. You know what I'm saying because we, as as my, uh, one of the recent conversations that I had, my my boss kind of told me you got to pick a lane. You know what I'm saying. You can't say we don't have this, and then once you get it, be like mid. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I'm with it, you. But I think it also goes back to and like it it has to be spoken for in some sense, shape, form, or fashion because everybody always jokes about like, yo, if you give niggas reparations, like they're gonna get Cadillacs. Like and and and, and it they speaks give it right back. To, it speaks to a lot of things, but what's what's wrong with wanting nice stuff? And like you don't you don't really get you don't really get that from anywhere for real. Like you almost are born with it. You know what I'm saying? That's where it kind of the saying, like you was born with a silver spoon in your mouth. But when you're born, you don't know what the fuck a silver spoon is. So you, you know what I'm saying? That's something that is like birthed. It's almost kind of like the, the race. Maybe. Yeah, it's, indo- it's the same shit as like race. That, that's taught to you. You don't get born like, ah, I hate them darkies over there. Like you see <laughs> what's going on around you. But like how and, and, and the same thing with like black people. But like me and my wife talk about it all the time, fam. Like you can give me a catalog full of random shit, no prices, no names, no nothing. The thing that I'm going to point out will be top five most expensive things in that goddamn, you know what I'm saying? In in that catalog. And I just have taste that way. And I don't, and I think, again, I think it gets like, I think shit like that gets lost because like you say, now I think the way that the movie was presented the first time, the whole Chadwick Boseman and and not for nothing. There's that that's a part that I think needs to be considered a little bit more. And I'm really only thinking about this right now. But like when it came to Chadwick Boseman being the Black Panther in real time, niggas were not excited. 
Let's be honest. Yeah, I did not care who the fuck Black Panther was until I saw it already. Good and point. niggas, and niggas were not excited because at that point, Chadwick Boseman had been Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and he did somebody else. And not it wasn't until, I think, after Black Panther dropped that I went back and I watched James Brown that you would think is a terrible performance. Chadwick Boseman bodies James Brown to the point probably uh, whatever amount of time through the movie, you actually forget that it's Chadwick Boseman. And that's always one of my measures. When a nigga mm-hmm. can make you forget. Can you be lost in the character? And you actually start thinking it's James Brown? Because when it first starts <laughs> off, you'd be like, yo, this shit looks absolutely fucking ridiculous. Real quick, sidebar. And if this pulls us away from Black Panther, so be it. Because we don't really care about this shit anyway. Real quick, for you personally, and I like where you took us here. Character actor, I think that's what that's called, right? Where somebody can get be lost or method actor, when somebody can be lost in the character and you just full on buy mm-hmm. into the concept that that's who that is. Uh, Will Smith as Ali, uh, Jim Jamie Carrey Fox as Ray. fucking, Jamie Foxx as Ray, uh, Man on the Moon, mm-hmm. uh, Chadwick Boseman in this. Which one do you hold in more high regard? Somebody that can do that, that can become who they need to become, uh, Christian Bale, that can become all these characters, method actors, or somebody like a... Denzel Washington, who has a signature style that is just really good at executing that thing, like a uh, Mark Wahlberg that Mark Wahlberg is being Mark Wahlberg in every Mark Wahlberg film. But we fuck with Mark Wahlberg because can't nobody be Mark Wahlberg like Mark Wahlberg. Chris Pratt can act like it, but he ain't Mark. But I'm saying like, do you feel away one way or another? I'll keep it in the white people realm. I prefer fucking um, um, damn. I, I prefer Matthew McConaughey over. You know what I'm saying, Marky Mark, because Mark McConaughey will get you wrapped up in the character that he's playing and almost make you believe that he is the character that he's playing. My star example when I talk about Matthew McConaughey is always Dallas Buyers Club. If nobody's ever seen Dallas Buyers Club, go watch that shit. You'll forget that it's Matthew McConaughey that you're watching. Like the nigga gets retarded. It's it's crazy that type of shit versus a Mark Wahlberg as a pastor from Southie, like. Well, all right, we know what we're going to get. You, it's literally the same formula or not for nothing. Will Smith as a slave. Like, ah, I'm cool. I don't know. I'm going to watch this movie at some point. I ain't going to run out to well, that and either. Not, but not for nothing. It's, I don't at, know if this, Will can this, slave me. At this point, and like, I, I hate when people do it, but like, Will, Will is a stylistic actor. You know what I'm saying? Hancock is Will Smith as whoever that's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I am legend. That's Will Smith as Will Smith getting up on the wrong side of the bed. Exactly. Like, that's all that that is. Same thing with Denzel. Like, the only time that I think Denzel has really done it was training day. And that really wasn't. That just was bad day Denzel. Like, it really wasn't that far of a stretch. I just, I think it was catered to Denzel more than they lead on. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can, all it was was a different vocabulary that Denzel was using that made him that nigga. You know, we just so used to hearing Denzel saying different shit that when he started, we didn't acting even like, know he knew them words. When he started acting like, like, is this nigga driving a a Monte Carlo? Oh my god, yes. we love Denzel. <laughs> like, that's now I know why the bitches love you. <laughs> yeah, like he was, he just had a different vocabulary, but he was Denzel. Denzel could not. I don't think I Denzel could not have been Nelson Mandela. I don't think I want to see no. Denzel as Barack Obama. You know what I'm ah, saying? Wait like, a minute. Wait. I don't, slow down. I don't think so. I don't. If, slow if, down. I think, thinking I think about Denzel, Denzel can give us Barack. Wait. Thinking, slow down. <laughs> thinking about Denzel as Obama doesn't excite me. Okay. Um, 
And there's nobody like I can't I could I couldn't put anybody. I think it would have to be one of those like you would have to literally find you would have to find somebody new to put in there that would really like kind of embody that because I'm not giving it to Jamie Foxx who I love. You know what I'm saying? And we all know what he did with Ray unmatched. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever he's supposed to do with Mike Tyson coming up, I'm looking forward to that. I'm absolutely going to watch that because I know, excuse me, that Jamie Foxx can transform himself into Mike Tyson. Like if you've seen just small like clips of Jamie Foxx being Mike Tyson or impersonating Mike Tyson, you know that he has that capability. And then if you watched what he did with Ray, he's just about to recreate that formula to become Mike Tyson. Real quick, I got the answer for who needs to play Barack Obama, Jerome Carmichael. Go ahead. Give me Gerard Carmichael as Barack Obama. Did, That's have, all. Did we That's ever all. talk about? Did we, I, th- I think I might have lightly touched on Gerard Carmichael a little while ago. He was mad at Dave Chappelle around that whole time that everybody was mad about the closer. Um, and I, I didn't particularly like his takes because ever since he came out as being a part of the letters community, he's been yeah, he just, spicy. And I he don't just like caping it. for the letters. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't like it at all, bro. Like if you wanted, to, if you wanted to wear tailored clothes, you could have been did that, bro. You didn't have to like come out as gay in order to start doing that. Real quick, can we talk about Kate caping and clout chasing? Uh, this is going to circle us back to Kanye again, but we <laughs> promise we don't want to talk about it any longer than y'all want to hear about it. But I do got a question that I wrote down to ask you about. So this past week in Kanye news, uh, Adidas has officially parted ways with Kanye since the last time yeah. y'all heard us. I know <laughs> y'all heard about this a million more times. But since the last time y'all heard us, Kanye and Adidas is officially over. But this is the part that I want to talk to you about. Fuck all that you. other shit, because we're not, not going to Kanye you. all to death. Right. What I want to talk to you about <clears throat> is shit like Foot Locker coming out and saying, we're pulling your shoes and we're pulling them off the shelves. Nah, you know. This is like, <laughs> wait a goddamn minute. Like, what the fuck do this got to do with y'all? Now, no. again, I want to restate <clears throat> my stance on this. Kanye is a fool. I disagree with him. I don't want to sound like I'm defending him at all. But I do want to ask Foot Locker unlimited corporated what the fuck this got to do with y'all where y'all feel like y'all need to jump over overstep your bounds to say we're pulling the shoes off we don't sell us the goddamn sneakers and mind your fucking business well well, not even and i like i'm gonna give foot locker a small pass like they probably like who gives me why i need to reevaluate who well because they sell sneakers you know what i'm saying so like because that is kind of in the industry you know what i'm saying that's almost like if if Kanye was spewing all this rhetoric in the music and the music industry was like separating themselves from themselves, mm-hmm. if a nigga in Columbus, Ohio was like, hey, Kanye can't come record here, we're going to look at you silly because he was never coming to record here, but it's kind of <laughs> in your industry, so I okay. kind of get it. Okay. Or like, okay. Kanye, have can't, have somewhat of Kanye can't come dig in our crates if he looking for samples over here at this record store because we ain't fucking with him. I get what you know saying. what I'm saying? So like, eh, Foot Locker, we didn't give a fuck about you. What really, like, cracked me up and drew the straw and, you know, these corporations clout chasing about being disconnected from Kanye. Skechers. No, no, no. It wasn't even Skechers. It wasn't Skechers, fam. It was TJ Maxx. Oh, yeah. TJ Maxx came out with a statement. Now, TJ Maxx, who the parent Nobody company- asked, y'all. The parent company that runs TJ Maxx also runs Marshalls and Home Goods. <laughs> If any three of your board of directors from those stores could get together and tell me which one of Kanye's products y'all hope fell in y'all store for y'all to be able to make this statement, I would love to hear that. But yeah, I I didn't need to hear from y'all that y'all wasn't fucking with Kanye because 
duh, we kind of we assumed, wasn't checking. Yeah, we wasn't checking, but like, who who cares anyways? Yeah, and like, it took- this catcher shit was funny too. But like, I I thought it was. I thought it was funny that he decided to go there like that. Like, bro, you got you got to start blue down on sketchers. But yeah, that, that's a mentality thinking. thing to me, right? Like, to to me, it it speaks to how out of control mentally Kanye Omaru West has become. To where he thinks he can bully his way into a new deal. Like, he really thought somewhere in his sick mind that he right. could walk into Sketchers Unlimited USA and talk to Mister Sketch and say. This is look, your dreams have come true. I'm here to save your company. That's what he thought was going to happen. That's, that he is thought he was going to walk in there with those weird boots he likes to wear, and he was going to drag mud through their lobby. And Mister Sketch was going to say, "Oh, thank God you chose now, us. We're we ready. We're ready." We don't have to harp on this point too long either. But are you subscribing to the all this erraticness? Is him trying to get out of these deals? That's just, that's that's a funny one to me because with Kanye, I found myself in the last few years thinking everything is a half true with him, right? Like, even when we talk about is this genius, is he actually tr- sick? To me, it's half and half. When it's is he just trying to get out of these deals or does he really believe the shit he's saying? To me, it's half and half. Like, I think almost everything with him lately is just half and half. Like, he'll halfway believe it. And then he'll oversell it to where now he has to stand in it, even though he don't know what the fuck he be talking about. To to me, it's kind of the opposite. I am of the belief now, just me, like this is uninfluenced by anybody. And it, it's it's a talk that goes around. And I, I, I know I've said this before, and I don't remember if I've said it on the pod in these past few weeks or not. But like to me, everything is overcalculated from Kanye right now. Everything is mm. overplanned. And this is the first time <laughs> they've been wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because everything else, they, the MAGA shit, they were able to bounce back from that. He was able to kind of, you know, soft crawl his way back to the set. But, like, Kanye has us so programmed as fans that all he does is vomit at the mouth. Yeah, that is not true. And it's not true because he tends to say the same things a lot. You know what I'm saying? A- amongst the different places that he goes, he tends to say the same thing. So it turns. So if I tell you 1600 times, bro, I don't think I just say what I think. What What are you going to start thinking of? Me? <laughs> so when I'm out here being erratic, you're just going to attribute it to that and be like, bro, just need to go sit down versus no, he's doing this shit on fucking purpose. Like, so to me, everything that he's done, like since since the whole Honestly, since this the the whatever the shit he's been dealing with with Kim, it's all over calculated and people are just not biting or buying into it as much anymore because y'all are wrong in the in the calculations that y'all are making on this one. Like people ain't fucking with this one and now this one has crumbled, you know what I'm saying, the empire because not for nothing. Like, and I don't care what happens when you see these videos. Nobody should be able to take a cell phone video of Kanye West eating soul food in a restaurant if he's by himself or not. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, it's, uh, bro, it's, I'm telling you, if you start looking at shit, like, Look, he, they he's going want full it Truman to show happen. Again. He's going full Truman show again. <laughs> he's the, it's that time of the season, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Ask, ask me, ask me how, ask me how he gets to say all of this stuff and still get on platforms. Why are, why are, I mean, why are, Antonio Brown would have already been butt naked in the rain by now looking real crazy. Perfect example. How quick did they stop spotlighting Antonio Brown? Yeah, they got him right the fuck out of here. Why are they not doing it to Kanye? Why are the same people who are, who are reporting about the people who are not fucking with him right in his face whenever he want to talk to somebody? 
And for those of y'all that might be thinking, well, it's because he's so rich and he's so powerful. Well, Kanye's only rich to an extent. He's not Jay-Z kind of rich to where he's rich through ownership. Jay's Kanye is rich through partnership. There's a difference in their riches. Kanye the numbers rich. might be similar, but Kanye is rich through partnership. Kanye and is what that rich. means is if any of those big partnership he has in those big relationships he's agreed to go anywhere, he can find himself in a really broke place really, really fast because these are mm-hmm. partnerships. These are mutual agreements. And if somebody else on the other side of that mutual agreement decides, hey, fam, we don't like you no more, as we've seen in the past few days, he can start looking real, real weird, like the uncle with his sweatpants tucked mm-hmm. in his socks. Yeah, bro. And that's how he's been looking lately. Yeah, now Kanye is extremely rich in likeness. You know what I'm saying? Like, when when he's on people's good side, the things that he endorsed, people want to run to. But right now, people are not running to that shit because you're out here acting an ass. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hate that the culture and society is so flip floppy, but me, me as a fan, bro. And that's how I know, like, it's real for me. Like I can, you know, talk about it across multiple spectrums of my life, bro. But like, I can't tell you how many Kanye things I've scrolled past in the past two weeks and not, not just because I'm not interested in this subject. I'm not interested in bro right now. You know what I'm saying? So like what I've been saying on here, as far as you're not going to weaponize the music, which, uh, Christmas is coming soon. I totally expect that to be happening. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving is around the corner. He gonna try and soul sample you niggas out. I absolutely <laughs> guarantee that. But like, I'm just, I when I promise you, I'm not running towards the shit, bro. I just, it just, it, it's, it's a, it's a different level, fam. Like, and I, I'm not, I don't, I hate to get too deep about people and you're, you're responsible and the constructs because I believe, you know, there is some important shit that he's saying in there, bro. But I can't, I can't rock with how you saying it. So like, I'm just yeah, it would be no different if you was one of my homies, like for real, for real. Let, let me ask you where you stand on the product, right? Because there's a little bit of talk about what should people do that are, you know, proud owners of Kanye West shoes or clothes or any of the tangible products he sells, because it's easy to just turn the music off, right? Or not put Kanye West mm-hmm. in your search bar of title or Spotify. Uh that's easy to do. We do that all the time. We've done that with people that the verdict even came down on what they did. Like that ain't nothing. But when you own a two, three hundred dollar pair of shoes that you worked really hard for and all the outfits in your closet are centered around these two fifty turtle doves, mm-hmm. what do you do? What do you think people how do you think people should feel about ownership of Adidas Kanye West collaborative items and you feel strongly against what he said and how he's been acting? Do you think you should take them off, mm. burn them? Me, Still wear them because fuck it, I paid my hard money. Like, where are you at with that kind of me shit? Me personally, I I don't care because I don't believe in the case of the shoes. Um, the shirt could be something different, but in the case of the shoes, for the most part, they are not tied to any stance on anything. They are just fashion. You well, and I'm people saying? be buying into that though. Like, do, do you? But you understand that people buy into that kind of. Idea because well, I'm with you, but well, yeah, some but niggas like, might see you with Yeezys on and think just because you got Yeezys on your feet that you agree with what well, he's no, saying. And that, well, and that's what I'm saying. I, I I understand, and but like this this is kind of the thing across all fashion though, and I hate when they try and like pinpoint it to you. People only like fashion for the same reasons: either I like the name on it or it looks good. 
there are the, there are the few people who like it because it costs a lot. But like, I mean, it's the, all for the bitches when you boil it all the way down and get to the it's final. All, compound. It's always about a bitch. I don't know if I ever told y'all that here on this podcast. But think about any and everything that happens, particularly movies. It's always about a bitch. But like. Those are the main two reasons why people wear stuff because of the name on it or it looks nice. No different from Amiri to Tommy Hilfiger to fucking Pelly Pelly, Averex. Like all of this stuff looked. Averex wasn't popular for, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the shit started to look good and niggas started to like dress it up and all types of shit. So like it it became a thing or like ex- exclusive game, like exclusive game couldn't always sell his pieces for a whole bunch, you know what I'm saying? Until you like build up your rep- reputation to where your name actually becomes something. So like, I don't look at somebody who walks in the room with some Yeezys on and be like, you're anti-Semitic and I just could not have a conversation with you. No, I understand you bought those shoes because you're invested a, for $250 and those shits is wild comfortable. They wild, whatever it is. But like, I understand that you either bought the shoes because they look good or you bought them because you like Kanye West and whatever kind and whatever capacity, because that's again, that's important. Like they y'all and not, not just for Kanye and his shoes, but like all of you designers use people from our culture to boost your product. So let's not act like y'all try to attach names to y'all's product because, you know what I'm saying? If if not for nothing, if Lil Baby go out here and do something crazy, like, I'm sure Dior is taking his ass off of the posters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's no fucking different, bro. Like, you can't be out here as a face and a representation of whatever is going on and just be out here wild and it don't work. And why why would you want to do that, I guess, is the case. Like, why would you want to be... And and just on the on the most minute levels, fam. Like, why would you want to be a representation of your family and the people around you like that? Fuck, fuck the people that gave you the billions of dollars. Like that. That's what you should ultimately be protecting when you walk in every fucking room. Is how you know what I'm saying. How how am I and how is my family gonna turn out outside of this? Like, but you you well, going I mean, in fucking, screaming and hollering ain't gonna get you nowhere. Well, Kanye is the ultimate only child, right? And we see that in his behavior all the time. And he's definitely the ultimate only child that lost his mom. So unfortunately, and I'd like to think that he cares about his former wife or his children enough to think about that shit when he's out here. But if you're asking me my honest opinion, I don't really think he does. I don't think he thinks about Chicago or Nori mm-hmm. when he's out here saying yeah. this wild shit. He'd be thinking about him. Like he is the ultimate only child. And when I say ultimate only child, I don't just mean he don't got siblings. I mean, all he knew with his mom and his mom is gone. And he never really had any close friends. And anybody that we've ever thought of as a close friend to Kanye, be it Virgil or Jay-Z or Don C or any of these niggas, was all circumstantial relationships that have helped him in some capacity right. or another. And that ain't me trying to call him exclusively an opportunist. I think we all are to some fashion. And that's another discussion that we can have another day. But like... I don't think Kanye has ever really had anybody that's just known him, known him, known him, or been close enough to him to to where he's felt the need or the draw to sacrifice anything of his life for their greater good, right? Yeah, yeah, Like that type of relationship. Like, yeah. I will put something on the line for you. I will give something up for you. I will not have this X deal because I love you so right. much. Kanye don't have nobody in his life that, I mean, like that. And what you said, like... Five to seven minutes ago, I really love you using Averex as an example. Mm-hmm. I always feel like sometimes you're in my head because just two days ago, I was on Averex's website shopping Averex coats because when that, I was in high school. One. That green one, boy. 
I was in high school and I had a really buttery Avrex that my older cousin passed down to me mm-hmm. to wear that was stolen. And my wife absolutely loved it. Like she used to wear it any chance she got. And it was full leather Avrex, the expensive mm-hmm. one. And she left that was like $500 back in the day when the Letterman, the varsity ones was $250 when you got felt in the chest and leather just on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. This was full on $500 leather. And I was like, man, that would be a dope little callback to get my wife an Avrex coat. For Christmas. So I got on the website to look into it to see, like, can I get her like a dope little pink Avrex or an Avrex that's like her sorority colors or some shit? Let's look into this and see if I can get real thought for this Christmas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Avrexes are $1,500, bro. You you sure can. You you might want to get the the layaway Avrex. See if you can get Avrex or layaway. Dog, I got off an Avrex and went to Jet Life Apparel so fast, (laughs) nigga. How are Avrex's $1,400, bro? That's, that's exactly what I mean. Like inflation, gotta, I know. You got inflation, but you got to go out there and you got to put in the work and niggas got to be craving that. And like, not not for nothing. That's a perfect example too, all over again with a deeper explanation. But like, Kanye, what have you done on a mass scale for the people? Like you, and that, and that's my thing too. All of this fussing and fighting and screaming is really disguised. Like, what is he fussing and fighting and screaming about that we should care about? And I know I said this a couple of weeks ago, but like, really, what 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 is he doing for the greater good of us besides just spouting off at the mouth what seems to be semi facts about stuff? Again, I believe that there's some truth in there that he's saying, but like, not only are you not saying it in a way that people are not able to digest, you're not saying it in a digestible way, fam. You know Period. what I'm saying? So like, and I know we even spoke a couple of weeks ago um, and I was saying how, hey, I'm not so... I, I don't know what he's saying that is so dangerous. You know what I'm saying? And what I heard from somebody else was that basically the things that he is saying about the Jewish community now is basically kind of what landed them into the Holocaust back in the day. You know, what I'm and like, I feel you, right? I'm I'm with you because like there, there, you can circle it around to so many things. And again, like I've, I've done my, you know, kind of, I don't want to call it research, but like I keep my eyes and my ears open and I take in all information and I decide. So what you're telling me is you have all the hidden color DVDs. on the No, 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 absolutely not. But like I, I decipher, you know what I'm saying? What I can take from, but like for, for that community to be so small inside of America and like not for the shit that Kanye said, a lot of pool, it's a lot of pool, but the, and this is why I say semi truth because the shit that Kanye is saying is Shit that I was told my entire life, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Jews, let, let's throw, the let's Jews throw Kyrie do in run too, everything. Kyrie's been Kyrie's been saying some shit lately that I kind of dig on too, and they've been trying to kill him too. I don't listen to bro. He's he's also on my. I don't. You listen know to I don't fuck list. with Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie said something this past week that's like he kind of got a point. Like they wanted to. Cru- I'll, I'll go through it real quick. They wanted to crucify Kyrie in a post game conference because. He shared the link to a documentary. I think it was called like uh, Niggas to Hebrews or something. Something that's mm-hmm. on Amazon that you can watch. Mm-hmm. And all he did was post the link. He didn't really say, no, Kanye's right, y'all tripping. But they tried to paint it as such. They tried mm-hmm. to group him in with Kanye. And because Kanye's all the buzz right now, try to make him and vilify him and try to say what he's sharing is anti-Semitic. And Kyrie basically was just like, Dog, I ain't said none of that. I'm sharing a documentary that is public access that anybody can watch. I'm not promoting or suggesting anything. All I did was fucking share the link. Y'all want to come at me? Go at them. They don't want publishing and putting it out and fucking streaming it. Y'all not. Y'all want to yell at Kyrie Irving for reposting it, but y'all not yelling at Amazon for having it exist. 
and I and I guess that's you know my the the powers that be are the powers that be right the people that the people the that run the world the people that run the country like, they run the world we we know that these people exist like we can't put a face on it we can't put a name on it we can't pinpoint them if we saw them in a yearbook photo but like we know that they exist you know what I'm saying but like why to me the fight is really with the media like and really that's who we and not for nothing like this. Again, according to all the information that I've taken in over my years, like this is why they killed JFK because JFK was about to tell American people, like, "Hey, check it, we gotta do something about this media. Like, the media is gonna run us fucking wild, and we gonna be in a tizzy." And because the powers that be was like, "Nah, we gotta send these niggas into a tizzy," and you trying to slow down our program, like, and I'm no, I, I don't even like the fact that they're called conspiracy theories, fam, because. If 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 my version is a conspiracy theory, then so is the work that fucking police do because they go and they they, they <laughs> gather evidence. Yeah, yeah they, they gather evidence and they try out. to figure out what the fuck happened. So like they they have defined certain words to diminish certain things, and that's what I've also found interesting throughout this whole Kanye West shit. Like they always make sure to say hate speech and anti-Semitism. It's not just hate speech. Period. Because who cares who the fuck it's about? Like, yeah. if you are, and, and like, I hate the fact that niggas are like, yo, I hope y'all taking note of the companies that didn't uh, separate themselves when he was talking about niggas and slavery and shit. And like, my thing about that is, again, like, I need niggas to get real about not only the struggle, but reality. Why did y'all act like y'all were surprised white people don't fuck with us? <laughs> like, what, what were they supposed what were they supposed to do, particularly when they go back and break down their demographic numbers? You niggas ain't went nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I think it's the ignorant nigga that doesn't understand that these billion dollar corporations absolutely do that, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why do you think? You know what I'm saying? The the radio station that I'm here about is is I guarantee you there's a radio station in Columbus that half the niggas have no clue about that doesn't play anything that we want to hear. The WNCI 97.9, fam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was back in the day. Like, that's not for me. I'm not paying no attention to that. Like, it's, again, I, I, I didn't say that. I was talking to my dad, but, like, everything is on purpose, fam. Like, you almost kind of, like, happy happenstance these days is like tripping over your shoes because they're untied. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like natural it's not accidents. something that got natural. fed to you in your, yeah, like your almost, news feed. Even almost car accidents these days, bro, are not accidents, bro. Like they are a result of something. Like they're not just a, oh shit, something. Like, oh, like ac- an accident is literally like not supposed to be able to be seen coming. Like people can see shit coming nowadays, bro. And people still choose to engage and dumbass shit, bro. So the the fights are multiple other places that people are not focused on. And then back to Kanye ain't fighting for us. And I hate to be the one to like point that out to y'all. Kanye is fighting for himself. If somebody yeah. comes to Kanye tomorrow and says, "Bro, here's eighty billion dollars. Make your your fucking sneakers." He will go. Kanye away. goes away. He will go away. He'll disappear tomorrow. We won't hear a peep from him until the next drop for sure. Kanye goes away. So like. Focus your attention where it needs to fucking be. Well, it, it's it's weird nigga season and niggas that we already <laughs> already always suspected to be weird is kind of like going full form in their weirdness. Um, yeah. I've always found Russell Wilson to be weird. <laughs> Broncos um, country. I, Let's ride. I know. I know. 
I'm going to use this term loosely. I know you bitches <sighs> love to use him as a floating example as to what y'all think a nigga should be. But let me tell y'all, y'all have lost that fight forever. I'm not, no. Y'all already on, was never winning it. I'm gonna stop, no, I'm going to stop you. He may be a great man. No, he ain't. Comes to, when it comes to being in a relationship. No, he ain't. And when it, I'm, t- hey, let me give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. But like, if he, if, if he was at the poker table, on Sunday, like niggas is not particularly like clammy excited Bro, to be, be playing poker with Russ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Russ, Russ about to come in here with this dumb big ass cigar that he's gonna choke on half the time while he's smoking it, but Trying because he cool. feels compelled, he needs to smoke it with the boys. Like now, I got. I'm gonna tell you, a hack half the night. I didn't need the Broncos less ride uh, <laughs> meme to be that cringy for me to already know what I know about Russell Wilson. Although we're going to talk about him working out at 30,000 feet on the plane and how dumb that is and how I know the Broncos players wanted to slap the shit out of that good hair ass nigga. I didn't need that to know that Russell Wilson was a weirdo. You know what all it took for me? When Marshawn Lynch said that when he was still in Seattle, back when they were still the Legion of Boom and they were still winning and they was in their glory days, I caught win in a, in a light little interview that Marshawn Lynch was giving niggas way back in the day saying he wasn't even saying Russell Wilson's name. He was saying shit like, yeah, some of the players around here ain't really treated like the rest of the players. It's like, everybody ain't here. He basically said at one point, everybody here ain't black. And I knew exactly (laughs) who he was talking about. (laughs) And listen, if it ain't but five niggas in the NFL that I trust coherently, Marshawn Marshawn Lynch is one of them. Absolutely. Marshawn, Peyton Manning, follow him to the grave, bro. Like I, Whatever they want to tell me, I'm all ears. Marshawn Lynch is one of them niggas for me. Uh, Richard Sermon said it as well. Maybe not on that list for me, but right. I trust what he says in certain things. And they have been on that shit with Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson was always treated as the golden boy in Seattle, kind of the don't touch him, leave him alone. He's getting us where we need to be. Don't fuck with him. Yeah, he's super weird. But they kept that shit under wraps. Just like Pittsburgh did a good job keeping Antonio Brown's sickness under wraps, right? Right. (laughs) So fast forward to present day. Reports are leaking out that Russell Wilson, in his losing, losing, losing efforts as a new member of the Denver Broncos, on a trip, I think, to go play in London. So this was a long, long trip. Oh, yeah. Eight Reports hours. have come out that this nigga, while people are trying to get rest on the plane, this nigga got the nerve to be doing lunges and knee highs at 30,000 feet up and down the plane aisle. And when I tell y'all, for us to have gotten word about this, for us to have heard about this, and they were in the air where nobody's really on their phone. <laughs> Everybody's got the neck pillows on. The fact that we knows about this says so much more than y'all niggas realize. Because if we found out about this, that means he's doing so much shit that have already been getting on these niggas' nerves. And finally, this was the last straw. Like, they are so fucking sick of this Russell Wilson nigga, bro. Like, he has got to be wild annoying. I get like, and again, here go me getting into my pro-black shit, but like, the NFL is what, 92% black at this point? Like, mm-hmm. we need to recognize that there is some form of uh, need for niggas in the NFL, you know what I'm saying? Because put all the white boys out there and see how much entertainment you get. Probably zero. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm be saying? A lot so, of upright running. Yeah, so like, where was the real nigga that stopped this nigga from doing that shit midair? <laughs> who tri- at 30- who yeah. tripped him? 
at thirty thousand feet, bro. Like I, it's it's a ridiculous story, fam. And like some maybe niggas just need to stop providing so much entertainment. And like in saying that, I mean like I hate when you get drafted to a team, you're supposed to like automatically love them and like be a diehard fan. Like Russ. We just watched you come from Seattle from for the last twelve years, and you went right to Denver, and now it's Broncos country. Let's ride! Like, shut up, no, fam. And like to me, it doesn't even seem like you've won over the locker room. And I haven't watched the Broncos game. I just like watching the fact that they keep losing. And I knew (laughs) that this was going to be the game that they was going to win. I said it's going to take them to go across the pond to win a fucking game, particularly versus the Jets, who have looked great all season. You know what I'm saying? But like. Where what what has the Broncos provided to you that you are providing this much dedication back to them? Like, I I, I don't see them loving you this much as much as you are pour, pouring back into them. And like, didn't this nigga have a thumb injury? Why the fuck are you doing <laughs> kneeling high knees in the middle of the goddamn aisle on the plane, bro? Like, this is uh, go do that shit in first class where I'm sure you sat up. Or like, where's the, where's the coach? Like, why is y'all allowing this nigga to do? It? Why didn't know somebody go grab him and say, hey, rest check this out. For these eight hours, why don't you chill? But as soon as we land, bro, we'll take you right to the facility. You can start yeah, we'll getting it in. You. Like, get your rest on, bro. Like, it stink over there. The weather is different. The altitude is probably different. Like, you need to prepare yourself for what's going to happen once you get off the plane. Not up here bouncing up and down talking about some Broncos country. Let's ride. Like, I don't like well, it. I will tell you, I'm a fan of when the universe just makes sense. When shit just makes sense in general, right? Not to go all cosmic on y'all. When shit makes sense, I do enjoy some shit that just makes sense. So it just, it makes sense to me that a nigga that's willing to do knee highs at 30,000 feet in the air on his way to the fucking football stadium to go <laughs> play football is the same nigga that's willing to raise future's kid and act like it's his. You know what I mean? Like that just makes sense to me that somebody that's willing to do something like, like to marry Sierra make future's kid his own and do knee highs on the plane all to me sounds like the same person. I need them to let out what the custody situation is because they don't really like bash future as not being an active father. Like, yeah, they, like we do kind of make the assumption that future's never. Yeah, around. we we kind we kind of make the assumption. But wait, and is like, Sierra I won't, making us think that though? Are we doing that so. on our own, or is she painting know. that picture? I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I know when I see little future, he looks like little Russell, and if I was future. I might be like, yeah, you can just go ahead and have a little cuz, fam, because you didn't already took him down the wrong path. Um, but like, may- maybe the jig is going on behind the curtain, fam, for real, for real. Like, maybe Cece has found the perfect balance, which is why she's happy with Russell. She's like, hey, check this out. This nigga is on an eight-hour flight doing high knees to fucking London while Future got my knees on the ceiling. Like, maybe maybe she's having the best of both worlds right now, which is why she's so content. She don't, she don't complain. She does look very happy. I'm not going to lie. Very happy. I'm not a Sierra and fan. I wouldn't know future, the difference, but she future does look been, happy. Future been shooting these shots in these verses for the past, like, six months, dog. Did you see the Did you see the they Love You Better? Right off. Did you see the Love You Better video from Future's yes. last album? Where he, what? If you, see, if you saw that video, that lets me know that He's not over it, or there's something they're not telling us. Yeah, there's something that's escaping. I know we're running low on time, but there, it's been weeks that I wanted to talk to you about this, and we can probably be fast on it if you want, or if you feel so compelled, it's up to you. You might have to go trick-or-treating, so I'll let you decide how long we spend on this. But I got to get it out this week, because if I don't, we'll never talk about it. I got a situation for you, and I want to get your take on how you feel. All right? 
This is coming from an episode of uh, Married at First Sight. I always come in here and tell you that we watch our shows and it always mm-hmm. sparks interesting contra- uh, conversation between me and my wife and shit. And I didn't get to talk to her about this. I just wrote this down and come here and talk to you about because it's more of a me and you conversation than it is a her and me conversation. What do you do? I guess maybe you can imagine that you're in these shoes, right? If a man is married to a woman and this relationship is great, Like y'all been together for years. Y'all are each other's best friend. Everything is great. There's really nothing to pepper into this to make you wane on your decision on how you're going to feel about what I'm about to say. Relationship is great. Y'all are gelling. Y'all see eye to eye. Y'all got the inside jokes. Everything is going great. But somehow you get wind of the fact. This is not your notion. This is not you pulling this out of your own assumptions of your low self-esteem, you are found out through fact of either she told you or you overheard her saying it in a conversation or y'all was on a cruise one day and she gave the answer through doing the fucking honeymooners game and now you had to do the rest of the three days and four nights thinking about this shit. But you found out somehow that you were on your wife's list of all-time worst sex in her life. Mm-hmm. All-time worst sex. Now, maybe you're not the absolute worst, but your sex is definitely not like her favorite. Now, I don't think it's unrealistic when you're with somebody that has multiple partners. Maybe you're not their greatest sex. Right. But you, you want to you be in the top half if you're going to be with her forever, at least. But what if you found out somehow that, you know, you just found out the real honesty that you are in the bottom half of her sexual partner's experience list. And maybe if she's had sex with 10 people, you're number eight. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, can't, do you think that that's something that could fracture a relationship or a marriage? Is that something that you would have to get out of? How would you approach some shit like that if that was your reality? Um, so I don't think it's a woman's responsibility to know this, but I'll come from this angle. I, I think it would be shocking for a dude to find out in that fashion. Absolutely. Because which fashion? Part, I mean, like if we doing this, the honeymooner fucking game on the cruise, yeah, and don't be like, say that in front of the whole were, cruise. Yeah, if you were top 10, what number does your husband rank? And I put one and you put eight. Oh, bitch. <laughs> That's not how you would have so, Yeah, out. somebody got to go overboard. Like we can't, somebody's not going to make it to the end of this trip. Um, but I think, how do I want to word this? I think, it would be something that should have been communicated already because I think, and and again, this is, this is no fault of the women's to know this, but I think men automatically put some type of connection to their sex in the commitment part, particularly if we've made it to the whole, like, all right, I asked you accepted. You I think can even, draw a line from one thing to the yeah, for, I think for women, it's easy. I think for men, we don't we don't know how to separate. Like we feel like one of those like connectors had to be like sex. Like she only agreed because I got to be something that she enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So if, if that's not something that that's communicated, I think it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, and I and I think it does. You know, I think it might turn into the you know the demise of a relationship for real, for real. But I I, I mean it's 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 a, it's a tough situation. You know what I'm saying? But I. Ultimately, and because women are able to separate, then at that point, she got to like go into her tool bag and figure out how to sensitively like figure out how they can both communicate through this and how to make it better. You know what I'm saying? Because if 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 you're not trying to help me make it better, then what the fuck is we doing here? Like you said, we yeah, ultimately I, be the demise. 
I was going to ask you, like, because also, let, let's say that, and the wife is a sweetheart. Like, it ain't like she be throwing it in his face. She don't be mm-hmm. saying nothing. She don't make him feel less than a man. It's just the fact of the reality that you just happen to be eight out of 10. Somebody got to be eight out of 10. It just Somebody. happens to be you. Mm-hmm. And maybe she just don't feel like it's in your best interest to lie about it. Like, maybe she just wants you to know, like, hey, that don't mean I hate your sex. Like, I don't hate it. I'm not grossed out by you. I'm just telling you that you eighth on the list. That's all. I don't be thinking about seven through one. Like, I don't I don't daydream about seven through one. I'm just telling you the fact that you are eight. And maybe I know you she's don't not th- disrespectful to you about it. But, like, do you think that that would drive you or anybody personally crazy enough to, to where they would self-sabotage, even though she's not throwing it in his face, making him feel small, shitting on him, cheating on him, none of that. But do you think somebody would end up driving herself crazy just knowing that even though she's not making it worse? Absolutely. Because a nigga's going to be looking for a nigga's going to be looking for a silent report card every time. After that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if and if you don't, if you're not playing along because you're not on that, you know what I'm saying? You was genuinely not on that. Like he's going he's going he's he's looking he's looking for something. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's it's just going to become something that he becomes like self-conscious about. I think ultimately, like you got to. You, yeah, you can't you can't drop that bomb again. I think that that's something that got. I don't know how that communication would need to happen, but like, you definitely got to try to assist in some shape, form, or fashion because, and, and not for nothing, like, you know, a nigga, a nigga might you know tell you good luck and Godspeed. Like, if I'm number eight, like, then go you know go go get what you need because it might be too much of like an ego strike. You know what I'm but saying? That ain't like, everything though. That's the thing. Like, that's what's so funny about this shit is because sex ain't everything. Like. You could be number eight and you are just fucking great at everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like just, you just don't got rhythm or your hips are shaped funny. Yeah, nah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like your yeah. dick is just small and there's nothing you can do about it. Who knows? It could be a magnitude of things, but you're a great father, a great supporter. You're smart as fuck. You're funny. You, you get along with her mom. Like everything else, you're killing it. You're A plus and everything else. You just, you just fuck like trash. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And maybe y'all only fuck once a month anyway. Like it might not matter that much. Sounds like exactly what I hired the butler for, fam. I'm supposed to be the nigga to come through with the sledgehammer. You know what I'm saying? And like, again, I think it's perfectly fine, but I think the manner in which you find out could severely, you know, provide some some dangerous detriments to the situation. I mean, if that's the case, you could always wait until Easter weekend. Go ahead and sign the disclaimer and both of y'all hit the reset button. Uh, Speaking of reset button, this has been the Dipped in Butter program. We appreciate y'all listening to us on repeat or reset each and every week, man. And tell somebody about our show. They might enjoy it or find something to take out of this. They might be working out on an airplane right now. They could use something to put in their earbuds as they make their trip to Chicago or London. Who the fuck knows? I don't know what you yeah, no, no clue at all. It's your boy West No T and all that other shit that you know me for. Um, yeah, all those names. I forget them half the time, so fuck with me. Yeah, so like I say each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problem. And the Reese Cup is way too big for them little ass razors, bro. Nobody puts that in candy. It's fake. It's fake. Let your kids eat. Stop being like that, bro. There's nothing wrong. It's fine. <laughs> for, for sure. Um, rule number one, make sure you tell a friend. Um, to tell a friend not only about the podcast, but that uh, it's Broncos country. Let's ride. And then uh, rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. We'll catch y'all next week. You have officially been dead.